Episode 109 of the Shock Shock Knicks podcast on the Posting and Toasting Podcast Network. Sean St. Jacques back here with you for another week of Knicks and NBA talk. It's happening right now as I speak to you. The NBA draft. We're going to react live to the notable picks. We'll react live to the Knicks picks. Adam Silver is at the podium right now thanking everybody for coming out to the playoff games we're moments away to seeing what the detroit pistons are going to do in the draft i've got i've got the draft up in front of me while i'm recording the show so basically quick ground rules uh, as far as how i'm going to do this again you guys will obviously will be reacting to this the day after the draft but we recorded of course on the thursday the draft's up right now. I'm going to live react to the first few picks. Obviously, it's a rare year where the Knicks don't have a high pick. We're not picking at least at the moment till 19. So I'm going to bounce around after that, basically. I'm going to react to the first five picks live. And then after that, we're basically going to jump ahead in the draft, as you'll listen to it, to the Knicks picks. So the Knicks will pick at 19, as it stands right now. Then at 21... And then obviously we'll jump ahead to the Knicks 32nd pick and then the 58th pick unless there's something notable that happens, basically. And then after the draft is done, we will do a full recap of the night. Now before, as we see now on my screen, Pistons are on the clock. They're getting ready to make the first pick of the draft. Adrian Wojnarowski earlier today tweeting out that it looks pretty close to a lock that Cade Cunningham is going to be the pick. I do not have Twitter open, so I I, I don't like people that do that. I, I like to react organically to the picks. The only tweet I have open right now leads me into my first subject that we'll be talking about tonight, which is the potential trade between the Lakers and the Wizards for Russell Westbrook, which was a huge bombshell earlier today. Tough day for the capital city in our nation, Washington, D.C. Not only does Russell Westbrook look like he is going to be traded, but also on the baseball front, Max Scherzer is all but traded to the Padres as well. So two of the city stars leaving on the same day. Uh, the tweet I have open from Mark Stein basically says the deal is essentially done. They're just waiting to see, as Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN also tweeted out, as far as picks from tonight potentially being swapped and also a third team potentially coming in. However, it's essentially going to happen. It's not a done-done deal, but it looks all but certain that Russell Westbrook is going to join his hometown team, actually, the Los Angeles Lakers. He's a UCLA guy. So he'll be going back to his home state, and I believe the team he grew up rooting for in the Los Angeles Lakers. So again, obviously we have that one super team with the Nets, with KD, Kyrie, and James Harden. It looks like LeBron and AD are going to add Russell Westbrook to the team as well again we're waiting right now on the Detroit Pistons there was a little bit of speculation that the Pistons would trade this pick and obviously the Rockets were were a team that were looked at in that position the Pelicans ended up trading down from 10 
were looked in that position as well, along with a few other teams. Again, according to Adrian Wojnarowski, after all of that, it looks like the Pistons will likely keep the pick, and if they do, Cade Cunningham is going to be the first overall pick, which, to be honest with you, in the grand scheme, is not much of a surprise. I mean, ESPN's basically got the entire player profile up. They're looking at Cade Cunningham highlights. I, I I just think, and there's about a minute 40 left on the clock for the Pistons to make this choice. I'm a little deci- I'm a little surprised they just didn't put it in, but maybe they're hearing from one or two last things, you know, comparing a couple things, making sure. I'm not I'm not entirely sure, obviously. But it looks like Detroit is going to take the Oklahoma State star. They're going to get a really good player in Cade Cunningham. It makes a lot of sense for them to take him based on where they are at the moment. Detroit also has three, I believe, second round picks in this draft as well. So they kind of really need to make this one count. And I think that Cade Cunningham, if they don't trade it, obviously makes a lot of sense. Although again, based on reports, it's essentially as close to a done deal as it gets without being a done deal. It looks like Cade Cunningham is going to be the first overall pick. Again, the way this is going to work, if you if you just skipped ahead, if you're just kind of tuning in or skipping around or whatever, you're waiting for the next stuff. Basically, I'm going to react to the first five picks of the draft. I'm not going to go through the entire 10. You know, in normal years, uh, we would, we'd have an early pick for the Knicks to talk about, and that could kind of lead us throughout the rest. That's not the case, luckily, this year. Uh, last year when we reacted, obviously, the Knicks had a pretty high pick uh, in the top 10. They took Obi Toppin, and then obviously had an Emmanuel quickly second round switcheroo as well. So top five, I'm going to react to live. Then again, everything on this podcast is going to be reacted live to tape essentially. So I'm recording it all as it's happening right now, as the clock is going, the pick is in, by the way, Cade Cunningham's face is on the screen. It looks pretty much like he's going to be going to Detroit. Uh, he said publicly multiple times that it doesn't matter what team takes him. Pretty, you know, run-of-the-mill stuff. Uh, I, I think Detroit would make a lot of sense for him. Um, obviously, he'd like to go to a better team, but I think that he'd be a really good... He, you know, he wants to be a guy that that is the face of a franchise. I, I think that makes a lot of sense for him to start his career then really try to make a name for himself. So it's not the worst organization to go to either. Uh, we're just waiting confirmation right now. But again... Five, first five picks will be reacted to live. We're going to skip ahead to the Knicks picks at 20, I should say 19 and 21. Then we're going to skip ahead again to 32 and then to 58. So we'll get all the live Knicks reactions to when the picks come in or when the trades happen or whatever on the podcast. And then we'll do a full recap after Adam Silver is at the podium. I have it on mute to be fair. So nothing, no audio comes over on the podcast if it hasn't already. And it looks like it is Cade Cunningham. So Cade Cunningham is the first overall pick. And what we kind of expected for most of the last few weeks has come to fruition. Again, to be fair, there was rumors for a little bit and a couple of reports that the Pistons were in serious consideration to trade this pick. They end up picking Cade Cunningham out of Oklahoma State. He averaged 20 points, 6 rebounds, and almost 4 assists per game in Stillwater last season, and the former Big 12 star 
is going to Detroit. And I think that we're off to an expected but a good start nonetheless. By the way, while this is happening, more news and more rumors and everything is happening right now. By the way, the Rockets are now on the clock. They've debated trading up and down in this draft. We will see if they stick or if they twist. There was a rumor earlier in the day, and I'm only saying, I'm only skipping ahead of this because we just got more word here from a couple of sources, obviously, that are tweeting things out. Earlier in the day, pardon me, there was rumor that not only Russell Westbrook was going to be traded, but that Bradley Beal might be following as well. Multiple sources are now saying that Beal has no desire to leave the Washington Wizards, which is a very interesting development considering that essentially Russell Westbrook is gone. And I'm not sure what, I mean, to be fair, right, in the deal, in the deal to get Russell Westbrook, or I should say trade away Russell Westbrook, in return, the Wizards are getting two pretty solid players in Kyle Kuzma and Montrez Harrell. So that's what that's the, the headline of what the Wizards get back. That's a pretty strong return, I would say, um, specifically the Kyle Kuzma side of things. That's not nothing by any stretch. That's a pretty, pretty solid return, I must say, for the Wizards. But I would still feel that despite that, you would think, at least in my opinion, that Bradley Beal might be looking over his shoulder and saying, oh boy, what do I do now? But apparently not. The latest reports coming in that he wants to stay. So we will see how that develops moving forward. Um, at the moment, the Rockets are on the clock. Three and a half minutes for them to make a, a selection. Um, now Cade Cunningham's talking to Malika Andrews on the side. I, this is going to be an interesting pick. I think there's probably one of two options here. Um, over the last couple of weeks, it's not been heavily debated, but there's been a few different options, right, as far as where the Rockets could go. Essentially trading the pick, that's been rumored even more than even Detroit potentially trading the pick at one. Detroit stays at one. They take Cade Cunningham at two, and obviously the Rockets have three first-round picks. There's a couple of options here, obviously, and I, and I think that... um the Rockets are in a huge rebuild. Jalen Green from the G League's uh, NBA G League Ignite is certainly an option. Jalen Suggs from Gonzaga is another. Evan Mobley is another. So those are kind of the three top options at the moment for Houston. And then we will see because then we're going to Cleveland who have had a lot of top picks over the years. Many that have gone well and others that have not gone so well. So that's going to be a very interesting one to look at as well. As the night goes on, again, we're going to get to the Knicks picks. It's great to see. Obviously, they're going to be later in the draft, so we will skip ahead. I'm not going to go through 1 through 18 here for you. Um, There's just not enough time in a normal podcast. This is probably going to run over what we normally do on this show. Uh, We're going to take our similar break as well. However... After that, it's probably going to be one of those things where we're kind of going on the fly a little bit here because it is a live reaction. We'll get to some Knicks news about who they might pick 
as well that's been kind of leaking over the last 24 hours or so. It's going to be very interesting to see what the Knicks do, specifically at 19, where they have a lot of options. 21, then, will probably be dictated by what they get at 19. Of course, there's a pick in the middle there. And then the Knicks have their option at 21. And then not too far down the road, early second round, they got the 32nd pick. And then we'll see what they decide to do at 58 as well. Right now on the screen, they're looking at Jalen Green, Evan Mobley, and Jalen Suggs. Who is it going to be? I think many people have kind of been leaning towards Jalen Green over the last few days in particular. Um, it's it's an interesting one because the Rockets are a team that, I mean, take your pick as far as what they need. I, I, they've gotten rid of everybody basically over the last few seasons and it, it's going to be really interesting to see what they decide to do. The pick is in, the cameras have their lenses tracked on Jalen Green we will see what happens obviously the Rockets had the worst record in the NBA a season ago could have gotten the first pick the lottery put them in second Uh, Evan Mobley now on the screen with a three shot with Jalen Suggs to his right I should say screen right and then Jalen Green to his left and Adam Silver is coming up with the envelope in hand let's see what he says Houston Rockets are going to take Jalen Green out of the NBA G League. To be fair, Jalen Green was the top pick. Uh, I should say the top recruit coming out of high school. A lot of colleges wanted him. And he's going to, you know, the G League route works. He's still, obviously the talent doesn't go away in the G League. And he ends up getting selected as the second pick. One interesting note they just flashed on the screen is is, is Jalen Green's actually the second number one pick, you know, top pick, uh, to not go through the college route. Brandon Jennings, who went internationally, went in the lottery as well. So very interesting stuff. Jalen Green going second to the Rockets. Obviously extremely athletic, great shooter, can score in a multitude of different ways extremely highly touted out of high school a lot of colleges really wanted him and some have compared him to Zach Levine and Bradley Beal we'll see you know we will have to see how that pans out but I think Houston needed some a little bit of star power here I think out of those three guys Jalen Green's got the biggest upside 100 percent no disrespect to Evan Mobley, or Mobley, I should say, and no disrespect to Jalen Suggs. But I think if you, you know, when you're, when you basically are starting from scratch and you're the Houston Rockets, I think at two, this pick makes a lot of sense. Now, Cleveland, who's up next, this is their only pick of the draft. They've got no other picks, I believe. Cleveland's got the third pick and that's it. So it's, they, they, they got to make it count here. It's going to be very interesting to see where they decide to go. I could see them taking Jalen Suggs here. I think he could make a lot of sense, specifically with the rumors that they might trade Colin Sexton as well. You would think backcourt help for Cleveland might be the priority. Other than that, I mean, obviously Evan Mobley's there. I I just don't know if he'd fit. If it's, excuse me, if it's a, you know, perfect fit for them, if if the glove fits, uh, terrible analogy, but you know what I mean? I don't know if it's a perfect fit for them just because of the fact that 
they do have a decent amount of of front court options. They're not great options, but I, it's an interesting one. I, I I think Cleveland might be thinking they, they could go either way, and I think it'd be all right. But I I feel like I wouldn't be shocked if I saw them take Jalen Suggs. I I just it's a tough one. Now to be fair, I I think most of the um. I think most of the reports would lean Evan Mobley here out of USC, but again, you think of you know potentially re-signing Jared Allen, Kevin Love in the mix potentially as well. I, I just feel like when you look at the Cavs, it would make more sense to take Jalen Suggs. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I, I feel like Suggs makes a little bit more sense based on needs, but... Cleveland's another position where they just need everything. They they need a ton of stuff, obviously. It's only 22 wins out of 72 games a season ago. The only problem is Cleveland's only got one pick. This pick is their only pick in the draft. So there's not much else they can do tonight. They could trade their way in, maybe to the second round. We've seen teams like the Knicks and others backdoor their way in for a, a second round pick. I don't know if, obviously, the, the Cavs will do that. The pick, by the way, is in. And we'll have to uh, await and see what they decide to do here. But I, I think if it's not Evan Mobley or Jalen Suggs, I think it would be a pretty big surprise here at three. And obviously, the, the Raptors would go next. I, again, I have the screen on mute. There's apparently a Woj alert. Uh, and, oh, well, there you go. The Lakers agreed to a deal for Russell Westbrook. So apparently that has gone through, or at least in principle, it has gone through. Russell Westbrook is going to go back to, or should say go back to his hometown to play for a former West Western Conference rival of his when he was with OKC and Houston with the LA Lakers. So it's going to be LeBron, AD, and Russ on the same team. Kuzma and Montrez Harrell going in the opposite direction to the to the nation's capital. Very interesting decision there. Obviously, another big three, this time out west. We obviously have KD, James Harden, and Kyrie in Brooklyn. The Lakers see them and potentially raise them with LeBron, AD, and now Russell Westbrook. One quick thing that I want to mention as well, and we'll get to this in more depth after the Cavs pick comes in, but the Knicks, reportedly, according to Mark Berman of the New York Post, might be considering the West Virginia guard, Miles McBride. Apparently, Tibbs really liked his workout and is really impressed with him. The only concern there, I should say the only thing worth noting, is when. Are they going to pick him 19, 21, 32? We'll have to wait and see. Meanwhile, the pick is in. Adam Silver's announced it. And Evan Mobley out of USC is going to go to the Cleveland Cavaliers. He was the player of the year in the Pac-12. He was the freshman of the year in the Pac-12. And he was the defensive player of the year in the Pac-12. So he swept it. He swept it. He had a phenomenal year with the Trojans. Um, His numbers are impressive. He averaged 16.5 points per game, almost nine rebounds. And just a smidge under three blocks per game. So Evan Mobley's obviously had a phenomenal college career. And we will see how that moves on into the pros. Listen, I think this is a good selection. I thought for, you know, again, I, I the reports obviously thought otherwise. Uh, and so did Cleveland. But 
I did have I did kind of think that maybe they would take Jalen Suggs only because of the fact that they you know they could lose Colin Sexton here or trade him away I should say so you, do you want to bolster the back, the the backcourt they decided to go with arguably the best defender and and best big in the draft and fair enough obviously they need a lot so I think Cleveland really couldn't have gone wrong here with the selection. So it's going to be interesting to see how that all plays out. He's obviously a very good athlete, great inside, a lot of skill as well. And people that watched him in the NCAA tournament saw how athletic he is and just how good he is at times with the ball in his hands as well. All right. Raptors are up next. They're on the clock. Just going to dive a little bit more to the Miles McBride thing. It makes a lot of sense for the Knicks. Sharif Cooper has obviously been another name linked potentially with the Knicks as well. But Tibbs apparently really likes Miles McBride. We briefly mentioned him on a couple of occasions on previous shows looking at the draft. And I think it's certainly a guy to look out for. I think it's certainly an option for the Knicks, 100%, as uh, Evan Mobley's getting his his look and his photo with Commissioner Adam Silver. So it's it's definitely one to watch. The Knicks should definitely address point guard in this draft. They obviously had the chance to do it last year. They went with Obi Toppin as well. And then they obviously got a good young guard in Emmanuel quickly with a late, late first round trade. So we'll see. Uh, obviously, we will see what the, the Knicks decide to do. That's how we're going to do this, by the way. And again, if you're just tuning in, we're looking at the, we're going to react live to the top five picks. So after the Magic make their selection, we're going to skip ahead, basically. So after you hear my reaction to the fifth pick, we will quickly jump ahead to the Knicks picks, essentially, is what we're going to do. We'll react to those live, 19 and 21. Then we'll jump ahead again to 32. Then we'll jump ahead again to 58. That's the plan. We'll get a live reaction to those. We'll see what the Knicks do with them. Could potentially be a trade in the works. You never know. And then we'll do a quick recap of the entire draft at the end. It's going to be a jam-packed show. I don't remember how long last year's was, but the Knicks have four picks right now. So there could this could be one of our longer shows we've ever done, potentially. So we will see how it goes. So here's what we're going to do. We're t- going to take a quick break right here. We always have to take breaks on this show. We're going to take the, we're t- going to take our break here. When we come back, we'll react live to picks four and five in the NBA draft, and then we'll hop ahead to see what the Knicks decide to do in this year's NBA draft. All that and more is coming up next on the Shock Shock Knicks podcast on the Posting and Toasting Podcast Network. All right, we've gotten our break out of the way. The Raptors are on the clock at the moment. Big news, obviously, of the day is the Russell Westbrook trade. This is what the full trade is. The Lakers will receive Russell Westbrook and 2024 and 2028 second round picks. In return, the Wizards get Kyle Kuzma. The Wizards also get Montrez Harrell as well, which in my opinion, you know, two very strong players. I think either way, they, you know, you're getting you're getting a solid solid deal there. So you get two really strong players in return and then you're also going to get Contavious Caldwell Pope and the 22nd pick 
tonight as well. So that's a lot. That's a lot going on right there. But Shams has confirmed it. Woj has confirmed it as well. There's a lot going on there. Um, Indiana, by the way, has gotten the 31st pick in the draft from Milwaukee. Woj just tweeted that as well. That's the pick right in front of the Knicks. So a lot of a lot's going on. A lot is going on at the moment. Obviously, there's not a ton as far as the Knicks, as far as speculation. I mean, the biggest news of the last 24 hours has probably been, um, you know, the, the, the potential Miles McBride stuff. There is a report from Newsday and multiple sources that the Knicks potentially could be looking to move up in this draft. Um, so that's definitely another one to keep a lookout on as well, so that the Knicks might have some movement tonight. And again, they've got four picks. So we could see quite a bit of movement tonight. I think that's for, for fans that are either, you know, neutrals or don't really care what happens, or even for those that aren't, you know, it's going to be one of those things where a lot can happen. And now, by the way, a, maybe a bit of a surprise here, the Raptors pick is in and they've taken Scotty Barnes out of Florida State, guy that's been Talked about in a very positive manner, in particular these last few days. Jalen Suggs looked really happy for him when he saw the pick. However, I think a lot of people did not expect Jalen Suggs to fall out of the top four. The Magic now sit there at number five, and we wait, and we wait, and we will see what happens. I, this is a little bit of a surprise, I would say. I think I, I would have guessed that Jalen Suggs would have gone here, but it's Scotty Barnes played for the great Leonard Hamilton at Florida State down in Tallahassee. Actually, up from Tallahassee from where I'm at. For many of you, though, down in Tallahassee. Very interesting pick. Obviously, Scotty Barnes is a guy that's got a lot of intangibles, a very good defender. Leonard Hamilton knows how to coach those wing players on the defensive end of the floor. And is, is, is a pretty, pretty solid passer as well. So I, I think Scotty Barnes is obviously, I, I, again, and people, you know, the, the draft, the NBA comparison is Draymond Green. But I, I think you look at more along the lines of the fact that Scotty Barnes, yes, he's a, he's a good defender, defender and can pass like Draymond. But I think he's a little bit more mature than Draymond was coming out of the draft. So I think that's that could be a plus for the Raptors. To be fair, looking at what they need, this is a very Raptors pick, it feels like to me. This this is one of those things where I feel like he could be a really good fit to where the Raptors are going to be going these next few years. On the screen right now, and it's rightfully mentioned, the biggest thing that Scotty Barnes has to work on is his perimeter shooting. I think it's one of those things that obviously is not one of the worst things that you don't have. It can be worked on. It can be taught. It can be learned. So, man, very interesting. Again, I I can't hear the reaction or it's going to throw me off as far as, you know, talking to you guys about it. But to me, this would be a little bit of a surprising pick just based on the fact that, you know, you're passing up Jalen Suggs here. But to be honest, you know, a lot of people even said, couple days ago that after the top three it's a little bit of a crapshoot it's a little bit of a crapshoot as to what's going to happen so we wait i mean the the magic are on the clock 
at number five, we await to see what they decide to do. Listen, I think Jalen Suggs would have been a really good fit in Toronto as well. But now we wait to see what the Magic decide to do here. I'm very intrigued. They could go international here. They could go on the board and just go with Jalen Suggs. Jonathan Kaminga is there as well. James Booknight out of UConn. The great guard out of Baylor, Davion Mitchell, is potentially available as well. And then obviously, Josh Giddy, the Australian, is very much up for grabs as well. So this is where things could get very interesting, I must say. I, I think that that is going to be... This is, where the, this is where the draft could really start to get a little wild, but we await. The, the Magic have two top 10 picks. They've got the fifth pick and the eighth pick. And then they've got the pick actually just behind the Knicks at 33 in the second round. So this is going to be uh, whew, very intriguing, very intriguing. And, and obviously, like I, I keep reminding you guys, after this pick, you know, obviously I'm going to have to do a little bit of edit, editing wizardry here. Obviously, top-notch stuff. But, but what I'm going to do is I'm basically going to skip ahead after this. Uh, I'm reacting to everything live, but I'm going to, in the podcast, basically you'll hear... Uh, you won't hear anything, but you'll, I'll I'll transition you along as we'll move ahead in the draft to get a live reaction of the Knicks picks because I'm not gonna the the show would go on for four for for including reaction maybe three to four hours if I were to do every pick, but we're because we're not gonna do that. We're just gonna react live to the top five, the Knicks picks in particular. They have four. Who knows what they might do with them? They might trade them. We'll see. Um, they could move up in the draft. That's the other thing. If they move up in the draft. Obviously, I will hop back in real quick before it gets too crazy and react live to that. So you will hear my live reaction to every Knicks pick that is made tonight, potential trades and the like. And then after the top five, after the Knicks reaction, we'll have a full recap. Won't take too long, but we'll have a full recap at the end for what how the Knicks night went and uh, how the draft night went as a whole. So for the time being... We await to see what Adam Silver is going to do. If you're just skipping around the podcast, obviously Cade Cunningham went number one. Jalen Green went number two. Evan Mobley went number three to the Cavs. And then Scotty Barnes went number four to the Raptors. The pick, by the way, is in for the Wizards. They took uh, Cole Anthony last year, a guy that I thought the Knicks should take. He actually had a solid year, by the way, Cole Anthony. He, was, he dropped in a lot of, uh, on a lot of draft boards, and then obviously in the actual draft as well. Uh, Jamal Mosley is now the head coach. They have two top 10 picks. The Magic do this season. Will it be Jalen Suggs? Could it be a, maybe an off-the-board pick? Could it be Jonathan Kaminga as well? Adam Silver is at the podium. And the Orlando Magic are going to select Jalen Suggs out of Gonzaga. Pretty emotional moment for him. He had a great NCAA tournament, a great regular season as well with the almost unbeaten, by the way, Gonzaga Bulldogs. They got to the national championship game with no losses on their resume, although they got absolutely blitzed by the eventual national champion Baylor Bears, but it's great to see Jalen Suggs get a you know he still gets in the top five 
obviously. He was a great uh, football player, by the way, in the state of Minnesota in high school, along with being a great basketball player, decided to choose basketball. Uh, they finished second in the NCAA championship. He had that crazy half-court shot to beat UCLA at the semifinals at the Final Four. It was the play of the tournament. But Gonzaga ended up losing in the championship game. But Jalen Suggs isn't thinking about that right now. He's thinking about life in Orlando, Florida with the Orlando Magic. This is a very good pick. I think Suggs could match up really nicely with Cole Anthony, actually. I I think when you look, when you consider that, this could be the start of something for Orlando. I know I always say Orlando is the place where careers go to die because it kind of has been that in the the last 10 years, uh, specifically the last five or six in particular. And they just traded Aaron Gordon, Nikola Vucevic, Evan Fournier. They basically blew the team up. So, they're starting from scratch, and, and I think that we'll, it'll be interesting to see what they do at eight as well. But I, I like this pick a lot. I think they couldn't have really gone wrong in this draft. Obviously, I thought they, I thought the Raptors were going to take Jalen Suggs. I think that's definitely worth remembering here. I think many people thought Suggs would go, would go four or three. He goes five. He's not going to. He's not going to complain. But it's one of those things where I think if you. You just look about, you sh- I should say, you look at what Orlando is starting to build here, and I think it's a very, uh, it's, a, it's a good start, specifically in the backcourt, with Cole Anthony coming off a, a good season in his rookie year, averaging 13 points per game, which I believe was fourth, I believe, among rookies. A very strong stat for him, considering who he was playing with as well. But adding Jalen Suggs to that mix, I think, makes a lot of sense. So we'll see what happens. Okay. I'm going to leave you here. It's going to skip ahead, obviously. But OKC's on the clock. They've got like six or seven picks in this draft. It's insane. Uh, When we come back, or when we skip ahead, I should say, we're talking Knicks. So we'll see. We'll skip ahead right now. Okay, so we've jumped ahead in the draft. A lot's happened, okay? Obviously, there have been a lot of picks. The Knicks are up next. Um after the OKC Thunder. So OKC at the moment are on the clock. When they're done, the Knicks take center stage. So while, and, I, and on the screen right now, Cade Cunningham, first overall pick is being interviewed by Reese Davis, Jay Billis, Kendrick Perkins and company, and Mike Schmitz of ESPN. While OKC's on the clock, quick recap, because a lot of crazy stuff's happened over the last hour or so. Sixth pick, we already had a bit of a head-scratcher here. Josh Giddy, the Australian, gets taken by OKC. A little bit of a surprise, to say the least, there. Jonathan Kaminga to Golden State at 7. Reese Davis did kind of say that that might get traded at some point. It hasn't at the time of recording. We'll see what happens with that. Franz Wagner taken at 8. He moves all the way up into the top 10 to the Magic. So the Magic have taken Jalen Suggs and Franz Wagner. Another bit of a head-scratcher. Guy that's moved up a lot in the last month. Davion Mitchell goes number nine out of Baylor to Sacramento. Then Zaire Williams out of Stanford goes top 10. He gets taken by the Pelicans. However, he will go to Memphis. James Booknight ends up falling to 11 Early on, he was a mid-first-round guy. Then a lot of people thought he'd be top 10 for sure. He drops to 11 to the Hornets. Then it gets even crazier. Joshua Primo, who 
many people have barely even talked about in this draft, let alone in the first round. The Spurs take him at 12. He's the youngest player in the draft. A point guard going to be very, or sorry, a shooting guard going to be very interesting to see how that works out. And then the youngest player is followed by the oldest player in the draft, Chris Duarte out of Oregon gets picked by the Pacers. Then quick rattling in the, of, of the last few off, Moses Moody of Arkansas gets picked by Golden State at 14. That's a very interesting selection as well. Kind of a 3 and D guy. Gonna be interesting to see what Golden State decides to do with that. Corey Kispert out of Gonzaga gets picked at 15 by the Wizards. Alperen Sengun gets picked the Turkish center at 16 by the by the Thunder. However, he will be going to Houston. And then just a moment ago, Trey Murphy the third out of Virginia, another good shooter, gets taken by the Pelicans, although technically the pick was taken by Memphis and will be traded to New Orleans. OKC has been busy all night long. They're on the clock as we speak at the moment. Obviously, they're still talking with Cade Cunningham. And then the Knicks have two of the next three picks. Obviously, when you look at who's still available, some very good options for the Knicks. A guy like Trey Mann, Ayo Desumu, Sharif Cooper, a lot of options. A lot of good options still available for the Knicks who have two of the next three picks after OKC selects here. So again, just to recap, we've done the first five live. We'll give you a little bit of a recap of what's happened, about three or four. Bit of head, bit of head scratching picks, as was kind of expected over the last uh, hour or so, really. And now the pick is in for OKC, the Knicks. Then have 19 and 21. We will take you live through that those two picks and the Atlanta pick that's in between. Then we'll jump ahead again to the 32nd pick of the draft. And then we'll see what the Knicks do at 58 as well. Again, we'll jump to those two picks. We won't give you all the meat and potatoes in the middle of that. We'll just dive into the Knicks picks in general. And then at the end, we'll give you a wrap on the night in general. Not only for the Knicks, but a little bit on the draft as a whole it's been a crazy night already obviously another guy on the board Cameron Thomas Isaiah Jackson out of Kentucky could be an option here Jared Butler a guard as well a guy out of Baylor if the Knicks want to go over maybe a little bit more of shooting but I think the Knicks have to go point guard here I think DeSumo maybe a Sharif Cooper maybe a Trey Mann again Miles McBride out of West Virginia is a guy that Tom Thibodeau apparently really loved at the Combine and through individual workouts. So could he be the pick at 19? Again, the Knicks have two picks here of the next three. Right now, we're just waiting to see what OKC decides to do. The Cade Cunningham conversation is over. By the way, at the moment, Keon Johnson out of Tennessee. Jalen Johnson out of Duke is also available could the Knicks pull off a bit of a steal there and maybe grab him at 19 or 21? But first, OKC will make their selection. They've had a busy draft so far. Uh, at the moment, it looks like they're keeping this pick. We will wait to see if that works out. Commissioner Adam Silver is out. The envelope has been opened. Let's see who OKC decides to take. 
And they've taken Trey Mann out of Florida. So one of the Knicks' options is taken out from under them there. Trey Mann, again, it was an all-SEC all SEC first-teamer, a guy that really is a, is a great scorer, great in the pick-and-roll as ESPN's kind of breaking down on the screen at the moment. Stats are very solid, 16 points, six, nearly six rebounds, three and a half assists per game for a pretty good Mike White Florida team. The two words that probably have described him the most in the pre-draft process have been shot creator, which is what ESPN is kind of breaking down on the screen at the moment. So listen, he was an option for the Knicks at this pick, in my opinion. They end up not getting the chance to take him. And now, as they're showing the Knicks fans on the screen in Brooklyn, we'll, we await to see what the Knicks do. Keon Johnson's available. Jalen Johnson is available out of Duke. Cameron Thomas out of LSU. Sharif Cooper out of Auburn is available. Remember, the Knicks have the next two of the next three picks. Jared Butler is also available out of Baylor. Spike Lee is in the audience (laughs) getting ready to welcome two more Knicks, maybe more depending on what the Knicks do in the second round to the organization wearing his stylish hat with some banners on it, it looks like, that are normally hanging at Madison Square Garden. Uh, it's a good thing. Uh, it's great to see him there, obviously. Um, there's a Woj alert here. Oh, the Knicks have... Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Oh my goodness, the Knicks have traded the pick. The Knicks have traded the pick. I had to turn the sound back on because after they showed the Knicks fans, there was some reaction in the crowd and the Hornets are getting this pick. So the Knicks are not getting the 19th pick in this draft. They're trading it to the Hornets. So they're picking for Charlotte here. Wow, I did not expect that. I thought if the Knicks were going to do something, they'd maybe trade up here. I'm curious. They they have not explained yet what the full trade is. Now I'm now I'm looking here because I'm again I'm reacting live like you guys are on the night. You guys will be getting my reactions the day after. Obviously, wow. They're mentioning obviously the Knicks are a free agent destination. Is that a possibility? Why they're making this decision? This is a wow. This is a very weird. Time to make a trade, in my opinion. The Knicks need point guard help. I'm a little surprised that they've decided to do this. I'm I'm just looking around to see if anybody's got the full uh, lowdown here. My goodness. So far, no, I have not seen it yet. Wow, nobody's got the full trade yet on social media. Apologies for some of the stalling here. I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. All I know is that this pick is not going to be a Nick. It's going to be a Hornet. So that's at the moment, the Knicks still have the 21st pick because they've not traded the 21st pick as far as I know here. Uh, but for the time being, we await to see. We are, we await to see what the Hornets will do. Wow. All we know Okay, so Woj just tweeted out, the Knicks are trading the 19th pick to Charlotte for a future first-round pick. 
Wow, very interesting. Uh, I wasn't expecting the Knicks to trade this pick in particular, I will be honest. Charlotte apparently looks to be taking Kai Jones. This is why they're trading up. And then the only other thing I can share, because I don't want to go nuts on spoiling my reaction here, is it doesn't look like the Knicks will get Jalen Johnson because everyone's reporting now that Jalen Johnson is going to be the Hawks pick at 20. So the Hornets will get the 19th pick. The pick is in. We'll see who they get. The Knicks have traded it for a future first round pick. And obviously they're comfortable with the cap space they have, free agents that they're still considering who to bring back, and things of that nature. The Knicks still have two more picks. One in the first, one in the second, and then that late second round pick, the 58th pick as well. What are they going to do with that as well? Wow, well we had a crazy twist at the end of the first round last year with the quick lead decision. Now we are in a similar weird spot. I, I, I'm a little shocked right now. I'm a little dumbfounded because I did not, if I thought the Knicks were going to trade any of these four picks, I did. I thought the, this would be the pick they would not trade. I really thought it would be 32 or 58, but here we are. The Knicks have traded the 19th pick. The Hornets will get this pick. At the moment, 21 and 32 and 58 are still in play. The Knicks, as it stands, will be taking those players. Uh, this is why we react. This is why we do it live, at least live to tape, because a lot of craziness can happen. Apparently, this pick is going to be Kai Jones to Charlotte from the Knicks, who will get a future first-round pick. Let's see what the commissioner says. And there you go. Kai Jones. Kai Jones gets picked by the Knicks, but is traded to the Hornets. And the 19th pick is gone. The Knicks have traded it for a future first-rounder. And Kai Jones, who who thinks right now he's going to be a Nick, little does he know. Maybe he knows more than we do. Who knows? He is going to be a Charlotte Hornet. And we wait. And we wait. (laughs) We wait for 21. Uh, That's just incredible. Of course, there was going to be some draft night drama here. It took so long just to get to the pick, and then the Knicks end up trading the pick. So the Knicks, instead of taking a guard, potentially at 19, which I thought is what they were going to do, what do we know? They trade it away, and the Hornets end up taking Kai Jones with the Knicks pick instead. The Knicks get a future first-round pick from the Hornets. Um, Obviously, Kai Jones was on the Knicks board, but was not likely going to be picked here anyway. So when I first saw Kai Jones at 19, I thought, what's going on? It ends up being that the Hornets have traded up to get the power forward out of the University of Texas. So Kai Jones is a Hornet. And we wait. We certainly didn't expect something crazy to happen, although it was in the the cards, but it it has happened. And uh, we will see. Jared Butler, by the way, another guy that could be uh, on the Knicks' radar as well few guys that that could be in the mix uh while we wait for the hawks pick i do want to mention as well terrence clark who had passed away earlier this year was taken by the nba before they announced the 15th pick in the draft he went to kentucky he actually died in a car accident just wanted to tip the cap tip my cats to the nba for doing that they've done that a couple times now with different uh players and clearly terrence clark was going to be an nba player he's going to get drafted and 
obviously was taken from us too soon. So it was a great gesture by Adam Silver and the NBA to do that. Uh, it's something I missed when we recapped the last uh, hour or so of the draft. So just wanted to throw that out there also um, because that is definitely worth noting and a very good gesture for him and his family. So obviously we go back on track here. I just got the notification, by the way. This is why I don't always like having my phone open for this. Um, the pick is in. It hasn't been announced yet, but Jalen Johnson is going to be a member of the Atlanta Hawks. That has been confirmed by the Athletic and Shams and Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN. It came up on my phone from the Athletic, so I'm blaming the Athletic for keeping me up to date on that one. Just a quick recap of how the rest of the... I'm still stunned, by the way. You can t- I don't know if you can tell. I am still shocked the Knicks have done this, to be honest with you. I did not expect this to happen. I, I still am kind of trying to gather my thoughts on it, to be honest with you. Um, so we're going to, we're going to play it out through the Knicks 21st pick. If they make it, obviously we'll play it out through the 21st pick. Then we're going to skip ahead again to the Knicks next pick, which at the moment is at 32. So then we're going to go to live react to that. And then we will skip again and live reacted 58. That's where we're at at the moment. And then we'll do a brief recap of the Knicks night and the draft night overall at the end of the podcast. So breaking down Jalen Johnson's fit, Jalen Johnson's game at the moment with the Atlanta Hawks who have taken him at 20. And now we, my gosh, we wait to see what the Knicks are going to do here. They're on the clock. Knicks are officially on the clock. For me, I think Cooper probably makes the most sense uh, possibly Miles McBride. I got to keep reminding you of him because reportedly, according to multiple sources around the league, Tom Thibodeau really enjoyed watching him in the pre-draft process. So we await to see what the Knicks decide to do. We'll see. Uh, the Knicks obviously are on the clock. They've got a big decision to make. The good news is for now, they've also still got the 32nd pick in this draft. They've got the 58th pick as well. So we'll have live reaction for all that as well. And again, I'm still I'm still trying to recover here from the pure shock. I'd love to hear from you guys when the show goes out as to how you're feeling about the Knicks choice here. The Knicks obviously might must like what they're what they're hearing in free agency and potential trades and stuff like that because to trade your top pick uh, in my opinion, you must feel like things are going pretty well on the free agency and trade front. So we will see. I, <laughs> I, I'm still a little surprised to say the least that they decided to trade it. I thought they might trade 21. Uh, definitely thought 32 and 58 were on the table. Potentially four picks is a lot for any team to have in an NBA draft when there's only two rounds, but I didn't expect 19 to be the one to be honest with you. I did not, but here we are. And the Knicks look to be keeping the 21st pick, at least for the time being. And now we await to see what they decide to do, because this is a huge decision. Um, The Knicks obviously got this pick from Dallas. Um, So we, we, we will see. Um, Just a quick recap. Uh, Jalen Johnson just got picked by the Hawks. Kai Jones was picked by the Knicks, traded to the Hornets two picks ago. And the Knicks have three picks now remaining after they traded 
the 19th pick for a future first round pick, according to multiple sources around the NBA. Knicks have 40 seconds to get this pick in. Um, again, McBride, Cooper, Desumu, maybe Jared Butler. Those are the ones that, that stand out to me as maybe the best options if the Knicks go guard. And we await we wait to see. I'm excited, to be fair. I, I am still excited because I hope this is a guard and I hope it's a point guard. And uh, The pick's in. The Knicks pick is in at 21. At 21. I'm nervous. I'm excited. I'm still a little shell-shocked from earlier. Uh, I can't wait to listen back to how I sounded. I probably just like... My jaw didn't drop, but my gosh, I was definitely surprised. 100%. Spike Lee again being shown. Let's see what the Knicks decide to do. At 21, Adam Silver is at the podium. The Knicks have taken Keon Johnson out of Tennessee. He's got a 48-inch max vertical leap. It's an NBA combine record. Uh, I just, I again, I go back to the Knicks need a point guard. <laughs> and they have not addressed it in the first round of this draft. I'm disappointed by that. Um, they didn't address it, uh, until late in the first round last year with quickly. And obviously quickly is probably, you know, when you look at the future of the Knicks, probably not going to be the starting point guard, depending on what they do moving forward, but we'll see. It makes sense for what Tom Thibodeau wants to do, right? I think if it's because it's Tibbs, this, this pick makes a little bit more sense when you think about it and you know a little bit more about what Keon Johnson brings. He plays really hard, aggressive, athletic. So from that perspective, it's exciting. But I, I, I'm a little disappointed that the Knicks traded 19 and then took Keon Johnson only because they still haven't addressed the point guard position in the first round fully in a draft in recent ways. So we'll see. Keon Johnson is going to be an exciting player. I think that that's why you should be excited. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Forget everything I just said. The Knicks have traded 21. Oh my goodness. The Knicks have traded Keon Johnson to the Clippers. Oh my goodness. The Knicks. The Knicks have traded back again. The Clippers now have Keon Johnson. And the Knicks are now taking it 25. Oh my goodness. I, I'm speechless. I, I, <laughs> I am absolutely stunned right now. The Knicks have not taken either of the two players they've selected in the first round. I, I don't even know what to tweet. I want to tweet a reaction right now. I don't even know what to say at the moment. I was just trying to bring myself to be excited about Keon Johnson and he ends up being traded away so the Knicks currently have not made a pick so again the Knicks have traded 19 for a future first round pick the Knicks have traded 21 I believe also for a future pick I'm waiting to confirm exactly which pick that is um okay so then the the Clippers are sending 25 in this year's draft and a future second round pick to the Knicks the Clippers through the Knicks, um, have taken Keon Johnson. 
I'm just going to tweet out a reaction real quick. We're doing this live, live to tape, live to podcast tape. I'm stunned. I, I did not expect the Knicks to be moving this much in the NBA draft. I don't know what the Knicks are going to do now, frankly. Tommy Beer, who writes for Forbes, just tweeted out, worth noting that with the two deals tonight, the Knicks clear more than $2 million in additional cap space this offseason. Um, great. I guess they, I mean, they might really love what's going on because I am, oh my goodness, I have no idea what's going on. Uh, this podcast is going to be much longer than I anticipated because the Knicks are picking in a couple of picks. And <laughs> I, yay, yay, yay. I don't know what to think anymore. Uh, are the Knicks even going to keep this pick? no idea who are they going to take that's going to be what we're waiting on now the the Rockets are next for back-to-back picks and then those New York Knickerbockers (laughs) are going at 25 Um, what's funny about this is we reset things because Nobody that was really main on, on like a main board for the Knicks has been selected. It's been Keon Johnson, Isaiah Jackson, and then obviously there's still a couple of Rocket picks here. Miles um, McBride, Io DeSumo, Sharif Cooper, they're all available. So uh, we return again to the hope that the Knicks might take a point guard here. I, I don't know. <laughs> It's, it's, I just tweeted out, I'm at a loss of words. I, I, I really don't know where to go right now. This is very interesting. Did not expect this to happen. Again, uh, if you had told me a night, a night, even a night ago that the Knicks were going to trade not only 19, but 21 for future picks, I would not have believed you. It's happened. And 25 is now where the Knicks are picking in the first round. They're taking the Clippers pick here in a swap for Keon Johnson, who is going to the Clippers. And obviously, of course, the Knicks who took Kai Jones traded him away to the Hornets. So will the Knicks trade this pick? Who knows at this point? And we await to see what the Knicks are going to do at 25, which is now where they're picking in the first round. We thought they were going to keep 21. ESPN even said before the pick, looks like the Knicks are keeping 21. They traded it. <laughs> With that, um, I'm now I'm now kind of looking on Twitter. I, I don't love doing this during the draft because I don't want to get spoiled. But I'm looking around to see if there's any rumor of what the Knicks are going to do. I just say, I just saw the Knicks post locked in, and the Knicks have traded two picks tonight. Um. This has been a nuts, uh, a nuts thing, to be honest with you. Ed Cohen, radio voice of the Knicks, just tweeted out, Knicks via the trade, land the 25th pick for a second straight draft. Quickly. Last year, will it be quickly again? A quickly type pick this year that really gets everybody excited. I was excited on draft night last year when the Knicks pulled off that trade to get Emmanuel quickly. Postingandtoasting.com, Shock Shock Next Podcast is the way to go to hit me up 
on your thoughts on this Knicks draft. You're going to get a lot of my reactions on this podcast. Again, we reacted to the top five. We reacted to the two Knicks trades. We're waiting to react to maybe a pick. Who knows if the Knicks will even keep one this year. And then obviously at the moment, the Knicks still have 32. And the Knicks still have 58. We'll see if that stands. But for right now, it's really just about what the Knicks are going to do here at 25. The Clippers are making this pick for the Knicks. So I think they're just starting to realize that the pick is in on set here in Brooklyn. Um, Wow, the Knicks have made this pick quickly potentially here. If they're keeping this pick, I I am I don't know what to do now. Honestly, I don't know what to expect. I don't know if the Knicks are going to keep this pick. Uh, I'm waiting for Woj to flash on the screen and tell me that this this pick's not going to New York. Um, but this next pick that the Clippers are going to make is apparently going to be a Nick pick, and we wait to see if Adam Silver will come out shortly to announce what the Knicks will do. Again, the Knicks have the 32nd pick as well at the moment. They also have the 58th pick at the end of the second round of the draft as it stands right now. This is our pick. Let's see what the Knicks decide to do at 25. Adam Silver is at the podium. Whoa! The, the pick is Quentin Grimes out of the University of Houston who was part of the Houston Final Four team. Under Kelvin Sampson a season ago, he was the conference player of the year in the American Athletic Conference. He averaged 17.8 points, just under six rebounds, and shot 40% from three. He's a guy that is great defensively. He was on a Houston team that was one of the better defensive teams in the NCAA tournament a season ago, and he was a big part of that. And he can make shots. Um... So the good news is, is the Knicks, if they keep this pick, and I'm waiting, I'm still waiting, I'm on, I'm on a knife edge here. He has got a lot of attributes the Knicks need, and he kind of fits what Tom Thibodeau likes. Um, and obviously the, there was not much reaction as well inside of uh, Barclays Center because they didn't realize it was our pick, I think. I think everyone kind of didn't realize that that pick was going to the Knicks. So Quentin Grimes is the pick here at 25. I I actually kind of like this pick. I'm a little surprised, but I actually like this pick because it does check off a couple of boxes the Knicks need. They could use more shooting. You know, we're not sure what's going to happen with Reggie Bullock. And defensively, he fits the identity of what Tom Thibodeau likes to do. So I... I 25, I think, might actually be another another <laughs> another kind pick here. For the Knicks. Um, I, I, I'm i actually a big fan of this. I, I'm not... I wasn't totally expecting it, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. I... Honestly, I, and I'm going to tweet this out right now, I'm happy with this pick. I This... And again, we will... You know, at the moment, the Knicks don't pick till 32, so we're going to skip ahead in a second here, but... I'm going to say one more thing. I just, I just think that... This is a good spot to take him later in the first round. He fits the identity. He checks off a couple of needs the Knicks need in the backcourt. So I'll tell you what. I, I would have been you know slightly disappointed if it was Keon Johnson because it, it doesn't really necessarily fit what what Tom Thibodeau likes to do. But Quentin Grimes does. So I, I, I'm actually kind of on board with this pick. I, I'm... 
cautiously optimistic because again I, I just want to make sure that he's actually going to be a nick i'm waiting for the tweets to come out here but i'm i'm for the time being this feels a kind of a b b minus kind of a pick but i like the pick i like the pick now we jump ahead and see what the knicks do <laughs> at 32 all right the knicks are back on the clock we're still doing it we're still ready to go I've been debating between picks how much of this I'm going to keep in. I'm going to keep it as much as the reaction as I can. It's running very, very long here, obviously, because Knicks have four picks. They've made two trades as well. Knicks have a minute to make the pick. It's two minutes now between picks in the second round, so I'm hoping we kind of whip through these. Knicks have the 58th pick as well. Good news is Sharif Cooper, Jared Butler, Miles McBride, Ayo Desumu. They're all available. The Knicks pick is in. I'm hoping it's a point guard. The Knicks have already taken Quentin Grimes. The other two picks they've taken in this draft have been traded. Mark Tatum is going to come to the podium in a second here now to announce the Knicks' second round selection. As it stands, 32nd pick overall. Again, the Knicks took Kai Jones, traded him to Charlotte for a future first round pick. Knicks took Keon Johnson. Traded him to the Clippers for a future second-round pick. And then the Knicks, with the 25th pick, selected Quentin Grimes through the LA Clippers in that proposed trade. The Knicks at 32. I will say this. Before the draft, I took one last look at the mock draft boards around the different media outlets, different websites, the most common player put at 32 to go to the Knicks with Sharif Cooper out of Auburn. We'll see if that holds up. Miles McBride was a player that Tom Thibodeau loved, apparently, reportedly, according to Mark Burmer, the New York Post, during the NBA draft pre-process. I would assume he was a guy that I'd like, potentially, as an option here as well. Mark Tatum's at the podium. All right, he's going through a trade that happened earlier, and here comes the pick. Oh, well, 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 the Knicks have taken Jeremiah Robinson Earl out of Villanova. This is a guy that I actually talked about multiple times during this draft process, considering the fact that I thought the Knicks would take a guard with their first two picks. They ended up trading both of them, obviously, but... They have in the tw- with the 25th pit, they took a shooting guard in Quentin Grimes. Jeremiah Robinson Earl is a guy that can do a lot of different things. He can he he can shoot it. He's got size. He can work his way inside. He can rebound. He's great in the pick and roll as well. And he has a lot of intangibles. And he was part of a great culture with Jay Wright at Villanova and had a lot of success as many Villanova players have had in recent seasons. We're going to bounce ahead one more time, and we'll see what happens with pick 58, and then we'll wrap things up. Okay, we're hopping back in a little earlier here because I'm just scrolling through Twitter, right? I've got a lot of time, I'm thinking, between this 32 pick and the 58th, where the Knicks (laughs) have taken Jeremiah Robinson at 32, and then 58, we, we still have a little ways to go. Woj has just tweeted that the Knicks are taking this 34th pick from the OKC Thunder. And this this has not been confirmed. Actually, the pick was just confirmed on the screen. 
Rokas Jokubaitis. I'm taking a guess there at the at the uh, um at the pronunciation. A guard out of Lithuania was the Euroleague best guard of the year, I think. Um, last season in Lithuania, he had eight points per game, one point six rebounds per game, and four assists per game. And it's a proposed trade from the Thunder to the Knicks. So I'm trying to see if the, how much how this what the full trade is here, how it's impacted. I'm not entirely sure. Okay. So, forget about Jeremiah Robinson, Earl. Shams is saying that OKC... So, the Knicks traded back again for a third time in this draft. So, essentially, OKC's getting Jeremiah Robinson, Earl. And the Knicks are getting Rokas Jakobitis instead. So I've got to amend my tweet because he's going OKC. So much going on tonight. All right. So the Knicks have traded back for a third time. We'll jump ahead and we'll see what else the Knicks decide to do. And then we'll wrap things up before... uh, before too long, hopefully, and boy, we'll see if anything else happens before we get to 58. So the Knicks have, uh, they, they've done it again. They've done <laughs> another, another move. 36 pick in the draft. The Knicks have selected Miles McBride out of West Virginia. I have to say, um, very exciting because this is one Tibbs, you know, according to reports, he he loved him, and he's an you know an amazing defender. Really fits what Tibbs wants to do. He is at that point guard position, and this is turning into a very very good draft. I feel like for the Knicks, obviously, the Knicks now have at the moment. With still one pick pending, three guys, Quentin Grimes out of Houston. The Knicks have also selected Rokas Jakobaitis out of Lithuania at 34. And then the Knicks have taken one of Tibbs' favorites reportedly going into the draft in a good spot to uh, Deuce, I believe is his nickname, Deuce McBride, a.k.a. Miles McBride averaged just under 16 points and just under five assists a game at West Virginia. Great defender. Really fits what the Knicks want to do. And by far my, probably my favorite pick of the draft so far. I it's the Knicks have now brought in a three backcourt players in a pretty quick you know, it, within 11 picks here, the Knicks have grabbed three guards. And all of them seem to be good fits. A lot of people are high on Jakobitis. He's a guy that I didn't even mention it a lot, really, during the process. Miles um, McBride is someone we talked about briefly. And now we wait to see what happens. What are the Knicks going to do? Are they going to just wait till 58? Will they be making some more late draft magic happen? 58 is the last pick. And we'll jump ahead, see what the Knicks do, and then maybe we can wrap up the longest podcast we've ever done 
because uh, the Knicks have been wheeling and dealing all night long. All right, we're with you for one more time. I got to be a little quiet. It's getting late here, uh, but the Knicks are finally. I've been laughing all night. It's just been a crazy Knicks night. Uh, the Knicks are back on the clock. Again, the Knicks have traded back twice tonight. They traded back from 19 and from 21 to get 25 in this draft. And then they also traded back from 32 to get picks 34 and 36 as well. This pick at 58 is from the Philadelphia 76ers originally. And we now see what they decide to do. Here comes Mark Tatum. He's uh, talking about another trade at the moment. So now we see what the Knicks decide to do with the 58th pick in the draft. Ooh, the Knicks have selected Texas big man Jericho Sims, a guy that I had mentioned as a possible late option in this draft a few times. Now, last time I said this on this podcast, it was Jeremiah Robinson Earl, and the Knicks ended up trading him to OKC. So we await confirmation. I'm going to check on Woj again here to make sure it is a Nick pick. And nothing, ooh, nothing yet. There is, there's no confirmation yet on the Jericho Sims pick on Twitter. I'm going to double check Shams. There's nothing from Woj. Is there more? Okay. Shams has tweeted that the Knicks have selected Jericho Sims as well. So confirmed. The Knicks have added Jericho Sims to their four-player draft class. And this is the time to to kind of wrap it up. I'm going to keep the draft on just in case uh, it gets a little nuts here at the end. It's one of those things where when you look at the, the draft as a whole, right, it's one of those things, and I'm going to mute the draft because now they're starting to talk uh, – Free agency, and obviously the Knicks could still make big moves in free agency or potentially via a trade. But when you just look back now at the draft as a whole, you can finally kind of um, put it all in perspective here. The Knicks come away with Quentin Grimes at 25, Rokas Jakobitis out of Lithuania at 34, Miles McBride, a guy that... Um, that Tom Thibodeau really liked, and then you know some some depth in in the back, or sorry, in the front court in Jericho Sims, who I think is a solid pick, specifically because he could have been much higher in this draft. I think for value and for what he could potentially bring to the table, I actually really like that pick, and I'm glad that the Knicks, as you know, as it stands right now, have kept that pick as well. So the draft class is as follows: Quentin Grimes, Rokas Jakobitis, Jakobitis, excuse me. Uh, and Miles McBride along with Jericho Sims. Um, I, I think, it, it, to me, it comes down to this. I think the Knicks addressed a lot of needs. And I think they also added depth to a number of different positions. And, and I'm glad that, despite all the trades they came out with, the Knicks still grabbed four players, all of whom you could argue have a lot to offer this team. Um Again, I, I think, you know, Sharif Cooper would have been one that I look back on that I think would have been a really nice pick. He ends up going to, I believe, Atlanta in this draft as well. Io DeSumo I had my eye on for a while. He ends up going 
to the Bulls. But I just I think of what what Tom Thibodeau is building here. Quentin Grimes in particular, Miles McBride as well makes a lot of sense. Rokas Yakabitis, it seems like he's got a lot of upside. It's obviously a risky pick, but I, but I think considering who else the Knicks have taken, he's worth the risk. And then Jericho Sims is a guy that I think is, especially considering the potential future of Nerlens Noel being a little bleak, is another nice pick. I, I, I have no really big complaints. Um, the Knicks drafted a point guard, as I was hoping they would. They got another shooting guard, two of them actually. Uh, potentially, you know, one of them a combo guard in Jakobitis. And then Jericho Sims, you know, kind of for uh, being a little bit more formidable in the front court. So I, all in all, I, I'm going to grade it a B plus. I've been kind of leaning towards a B plus all night, uh, especially after the Miles McBride selection in this draft. And that's where I'm going to leave it. Um, I feel like this is a long episode. Uh, I'm looking at the recording. I'm not going to tell you how much the... the before the cutting room floor here, but we it, this has been going on for quite some time tonight. I appreciate you guys sticking with me. I appreciate you guys listening. I, I hope to, that you interact as well. Uh, I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts. In the end, uh, just a quick recap of the Knicks night because we don't have enough time. Next episode, what we're going to do is we'll dive more into the Knicks, but also into the full draft as a whole and 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 clean up and uh, you know fully dive into it but just a brief recap of the night the Knicks take Quentin Grimes with the 25th pick after they traded back the 19 traded back from 19 and then traded or should say traded away 19 and then traded back from 21 then they traded back from 32 to get 34 and 36 they used both of those picks they that's three of the picks right there to get Rokas Yakabaitis and then on top of that they got Miles McBride out of Lithuania and West Virginia respectively and then at 58 the Knicks kept the pick Finally, and they traded. Uh, I should say they uh, they kept the pick again. Uh, they traded so much tonight; it's it's on the tip of my tongue at the moment. They kept it. They took Jericho Sims out of the University of Texas. So uh, all in all, I think it's a B plus draft for the Knicks. I think they've got to feel very good about it. Um, again, they addressed addressed a lot of needs, added depth. Got some good talent that fits Tibbs' system and can add to the culture that's already been built while potentially giving the Knicks some options now with some of the free agents that they have to deal with like Reggie Bullock, Derek Rose, and Nerlens Noel. And on top of that, you know, the, you're just continuing to add on to the culture and, and potentially open, you know, leaving out open some space. And again, the Knicks open up $2 million more million of cap space by trading back twice in this, in this draft. They can now, you know, entice... A free agent or two or, or make a big trade potentially as well for a point guard or potentially just a star in general so all in all I think it's a B plus draft for the next borderline A minus uh, I think Jakobitis will be the difference maker there between it being a B plus and, and an A A minus kind of a deal in my opinion he's probably the the X factor there but I, I think overall once again Tom Thibodeau made us kind of sweat it out a little bit early on but I think overall the Knicks have to be extremely satisfied with the draft. They really maneuvered it well. They got the guys they wanted. Clearly Tom Thibodeau really wanted a Miles McBride. I think he was the point guard in particular from the, the draft workouts that he thought was the best fit. He got him in a nice spot. He added a guy in, in Jakobitis who could really be a solid, solid player if he, if he you know develops as he's expected to. Quentin Grimes is just a plug-and-play guy. 
I think right away for Tom Thibodeau as part of the rotation potentially. And then we'll see on Jericho Sims, obviously. We'll see how he moves forward and we'll see if he can be a part of this Knicks team this upcoming season. It's obviously late second round pick. It remains to be seen, but I think overall the Knicks have got to be really happy. And then obviously the next thing, we'll talk about this next week as well, undrafted free agents. Where will the Knicks decide to go? I actually had somebody ask me earlier this week, a local newspaper, I believe in Virginia, reached out and asked my thoughts on on Mac McClung and guys like that as potential Nick options moving forward. I don't think the Knicks would go after a guy like Mac McClung, especially now that they've addressed a shooting guard and the point guard position in the draft, but we'll have to wait and see. And obviously the Knicks did get Miles Powell as an, unre- as an undrafted free agent a year ago. They might have something up their sleeves in that regard as well. All right, that's going to do it for this week's episode of the podcast as night turns into day. Thank you guys, as always, for listening. Let me know what you thought of the Knicks draft in the comments. We'll talk more draft reaction and obviously undrafted free agency things going into next week's podcast. We'll talk a lot more Knicks offseason news and notes next week as well as we'll recap the draft even deeper next week. And we'll also talk about what the Knicks can do moving forward with undrafted free agents, free agency in general, and trades as the offseason moves on. Again, thank you guys as always for listening, and I will see you guys next time on the Shock Shock Knicks podcast on the Posting and Toasting Podcast Network.